What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are a badass recording artist with a voice for storytelling, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Millie the Don. How you doing? I'm good, how are you? I am feeling so good. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking my call. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. What are you most looking forward to from this year so far? Well, this year I'm mostly excited about stepping out of my shell, doing things that I haven't done, popping my shit more this year. I'm going to drop music back to back to back. So I'm really excited about people actually just getting the chance to see who I am as an artist and a person because I'm pretty introverted, so I'm trying to step out of it. I totally dig that. And congratulations on the new music. Thank you. you. Of course. What do you think you're most excited to leave behind in 2022? Um, I had a lot of baggage going on and I just started just cutting people off left and right. And ever since I started doing that, I can just see more motion with myself career-wise. And just, I've been getting nothing but high vibrations. I nothing but high vibrations since I've been focused more. I absolutely love that. How are you protecting your peace nowadays? Um, Honestly, when I was going through everything, I was into music a lot more than I was previously. And the music really, I know that sounds like TV show cliche, but like the music really helped me get my peace. I totally understand that though, you know, you know, it sounds cliche because we hear it a lot, but you would think that if you hear it after so many times of hearing it, you would just start believing it and be like, yeah, it actually does heal people, pay attention. Right, but like, the music helped me a lot and then I wasn't really a big going out person but I just started doing more things that I'm not as comfortable with doing and actually started to see that I like stepping out of my comfort zone more. I love that. 
what's the biggest thing that you look forward to doing in 2023 that's out of your comfort zone? Um, well, I, that's a good question. Really, the whole year, I'm trying to be out of my comfort zone, but I said I was going to attempt to go skydiving. And I know if I can do that, then I can do anything. No arguments here. <laughs> Honey, I, I keep saying I'm gonna do it, but child, baby, I can just see me now just falling out as soon as I get on the airplane. Well, stay tuned, children. I'm definitely <laughs> gonna follow up on this, and I plan on having some sort of report on this. Maybe, maybe we'll do a follow up a year from now and being like, so how'd that skydiving excursion go? <laughs> Oh, honey. I said I'm going to do it this year, though, so we're going to see. Okay. Well, I'm booking you for next year, and then that's going to be my first question. Welcome back, Millie to John. So how was skydiving? And then I can just, well, baby, it turned my nerves up, but I did it. <laughs> I never thought I was shit in the air before, but, you know. <laughs> oh, honey. Talk about painting the sky, right? Um, <clears throat> for the people who don't know, tell my audience, who is Millie? Millie is a small, funny, go-getter. Um, I don't have a lot of friends. I mostly am cordial with everyone. I don't really have no enemies, but I'm not gonna say I just have a lot of friends either, if that makes sense. Perfect. Um, I use, I'm a humble person, but at the same time, when people think that I can't do this and do that, I gotta show them wrong every time. I've always been like that. Um, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, by the way. I didn't. I don't think I said that. Um, hey, shout out Nashville. <laughs> um, I'm a country boy that knows how to be a city boy. Mm. So, yeah, I'm the type that can say y'all, but I can switch it up. And then, you know, I'm not just one of those tractor driving country boys. I am, but I'm not. I like, totally get real you. country. See, I totally get that. Like, I was raised back and forth between a mother from the city and a grandmother from the country because my mama was raised in Miami because she's okay. Panamanian, right? And then my grandma, she's from Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? But also, oh, it's like up, the best of both worlds. Yeah, but the crazy part is, is there's a third layer in that because both of them raised me in the suburbs. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I was raised by country and city influences, but I was raised, like, kind of outside of everything in the suburbs. So I was ex-planted everywhere, and I was just kind of bust in everywhere I went. It was really weird. Okay, I like that, though. That's a vibe. So you got a little bit of taste of everything suburban life, but then, you know, you can still go back to the country roots, but then your mom... Okay, I like that, though. Yeah, I'm kind of all over the place. I like to just call myself a gypsy, for real, for real. Ain't nothing wrong with it, honey. Oh, no, nah, not at all. It's actually, it's actually a, really a vibe when you think about it. But this is about you, not me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a habit of doing it. <laughs> oh, no, you you are perfectly good. These are conversations. 
So, you know, just because I'm interviewing me, or just because I'm interviewing you doesn't mean that you can't, you know, interact, ask me questions if you have anything that you want to add into it. Like, we're in a whole session here. It's all good. But I do want to know, when did you discover music? Um, it's funny because I have had uh, the notion that I wanted to do it, like, probably two years ago. Uh, no, it's 23 now. So about three years ago, I had pitched it to one of my exes. And, and no lie, he told me, don't quit your day job now. So I did. But we broke up. We broke up and it really came from a place of hurt. I was being funny and I posted a snippet. I did a cover to Glorilla FNL. And I was like, when you get mad and make a diss track and it slipped up and went viral. So at that point, I was just like, okay, maybe I can do something. So started doing my little snippets, doing my little snippets and it just took traction. So I was like, okay. And it just went from there. I absolutely love that. Now, how did you land on your stage name? Ooh, um, it's funny because I didn't really make my name technically. I did, I made Millie. The Don is just something that just popped up out of the air because I didn't want it to be there. I just want, I don't know what I wanted, but Millie the Don actually was an accident and it just stuck. Mm, okay. So, can you describe for me the moment that you knew that you were talented? Mm-hmm. I, I used to know how to sing. What happened, I don't know. But I started realizing it probably like middle school because I was I like poetry. Um, I could sing. I used to be in choir. I think when I hit puberty, I don't know. I was going crazy, so my voice just disappeared. But <laughs> yeah, I want to say like middle school. Okay, big day. Now, when you first started getting into music and realizing that this was something that you wanted to do. Do you think that your dreams were nurtured growing up, or do you think that you were your own cheerleader? Um, I had people, some people in my family supporting from the get-go. Um, one of my older, one of my friends from the past used to encourage me to do it, so I just, eventually enough people was telling me that I started really just like, okay, I can do it. Okay, I think that. Now, what was your first, what were your first lyrics about? Oh, first lyrics. Oh, I was mad at my ex. <laughs> it was a, di- oh, it's a it was a diss You were track. making the diss song, that's right. Okay, so what was, what was his response to that? Like, what, like, what came of that? Cause you said, this is the shit that, you know, you had, you did a diss track because your ex made you mad and then you fucked around and went viral. How, like, how, what was his response? Like, what was that hey big head text like? Um, I don't, I still to this day don't know what, like, he actually said, but I know a lot of his friends was commenting and they were sharing it. So I know he saw it. So I know they showed it to me. 
but I Thank don't you. know exactly what he, I don't know exactly how he reacted, but I know he felt stupid when he seen me go viral. So you haven't talked to him at all since this, since all of this happened to you? No. Well, shout out to you, ex-boyfriend. Hey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to come on and apologize, I would love to distribute your 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 apology. To me. And I'm out. I'm out. Yes, for it. <laughs> you know, just a thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your writing process. How do you create your music? Okay, um, I just really recently got into fully writing everything out because I started originally from freestyle. And some songs I still might just record back to back and just keep replaying it until I get something that I like. Sometimes I record one, record through the whole beat and then I dissect pieces and write in between it. And then sometimes I just have to keep replaying certain parts of the song and I can actually write. It just depends on the type of mood I'm in. Most of the times though, if I'm writing about a look, like anything do related, I freestyle it straight out. Nice, I dig that. So what's the realest thing you've come up with so far since you don't necessarily always write? What's the realest thing that you've put on a record so far? Um, I'm actually dropping it on Valentine's Day. It's, um, it's going to be called The Hopeless Romantic Freestyle. Okay. Nice. And it's, it's giving basically everything that I was feeling because I'm trying to basically rub his face that I'm popping my shit now. So it's basically explaining how I felt after the breakup, Valentine's Day coming up, but I'm still single. Basically, you, you, you'll hear it though. You'll hear it's coming out Valentine's Day. Absolutely love that. Can you name one of your songs that would instantly allow my audience to get to know you? Um, yes, it's on Apple Music. It's called Out of My Head. What's that about? Another Love of Boys song. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. Who are your top five vocalists? Vocalists? Okay, now. I'm not gonna put them in order because they're not gonna come in my head in order. But I love me some B, some Queen B. I can't lie, I love me some Queen B. Um, Adele. I love me some Scissor. I love me some Summer. I think that's four. Mm-hmm. And Janae Aika. Mm, I dig that. Ooh, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What do you think your thoughts are on the current state of R&B music right now? R&B, mm, it's giving... Sometimes I can't even tell what's really R&B anymore if that makes sense. Because some stuff I feel like 
I don't know. It's not giving really R&B. It's just slow damn hip hop. Totally dig that. Um, Yo, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought that fast. You can go ahead. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was just going to ask, what do you think that the music is missing in today's R&B? That emotion behind it because some artists, you know, some people sing, they don't write the lyrics, so they don't have that feeling behind it, like the actual person who wrote it that's going through the motions. Mm, I completely agree with you, actually. What do you think the moment will look like when you will feel like you've made it as an artist? Well, when I feel like I made it as an artist, I mean, how can I answer that without just sounding so cliche? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna feel like I made it once. Oh my goodness, everything just sounds so cliche. I'm gonna feel like I made it though, basically, if I can walk in a, to a public place and then people can just identify who I am. I feel like that I'm making progress. I'm Well, I'm gonna say I made it then, yeah. Oh my God, that's Millie the Nine. Oh my God, Millie the Nine. Millie, take a picture with me. I'm gonna feel like I made it, I'm not even gonna lie. I absolutely love that. You know, I think that you kind of have to let go of the thinking everything is cliche because, you know, those are genuine experiences that I think just about everybody in music wants to have. I think everybody wants to have that moment where they're recognized by people they have never seen in their lifetime. You know, everybody wants to hear their music on the radio for, for the first time. Everybody wants to win some type of award and give a speech, walk a red carpet, do a walkthrough, get their first million dollar check. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not cliche. That's real ass shit. Period. Nah, I think what makes your answers different is why you want those things or like what in your life led you to wanting those things, you know? You know, we all may want the same things, but we all have a different story to tell as to why and how we're going to get there. That's right. 10 million percent. Now, have you heard of the game This or That? Yes, I have. Do you want to play with me? Sure. Yay. <laughs> Go. Buy jewelry or buy property? Property. Get your body done or stay natural? Natural. Sign to a label or stay indie? Indie. Do you prefer an up-tempo or a ballad? Mm, ballad. Okay. Get a rapper for the feature or another singer? Rapper. P. Be in a group or stay a solo artist? Solo artist. Go on tour or have a residence then? Go on tour. Okay. Sexy video or serious video? Mm -hmm. Sexy. Would love that. 
win a Grammy or win a Soul Train Award? Ooh, Soul Train. Period. For your first single, do you want a feature or stay solo? Stay solo. Okay. Do a mixtape with all original music or an old school Jack and the Beats tape? Old school Jack and the Beats tape. Love that. I don't get that answer enough. Release an album or release an EP? EP. Okay. Big vocals like Whitney or smooth vocals like Aaliyah? Oh. Um, big vocals like Whitney. I see. First single off your debut album, Turn Up Song or Emotional Song? Ooh. Turn Up Song. Nice. Now, speaking of, what are you working on now that we should be looking forward to? Um, I have two cover freestyles that are coming by the end of this month. I'm doing one to Little Baby, Little Dark Please. And then I did one, the Hopeless Romantic Freestyle. And then I have a Millie Gang for Life Freestyle coming out in two weeks. Nice. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I had to speed it up some because I've been doing nothing but little songs. <laughs> I feel you on that. Where do you feel most safe? Um, in my room. Okay. Now, in that line of thinking, what about when or where do you feel most like yourself? You're saying like if I'm in my room? <laughs> Just saying like from that thought process or like from that perspective, not necessarily in your room, but is there a place or time where you feel like, oh, I am the, like, this is where I can truly be my, be my 100% self, no matter what, I'm like, this is where I'm, a, I'm my raw as that. Oh, anytime I'm around, on my family, I feel like it. I love that. Shout out to the fam. Love y'all. <laughs> hey fam, love you. If you could pick a classic, classic record to remake, what would it be and why? I said I wanted to redo, mm, I'm trying to find classic. Well, this probably is classic for the newer girls because they're young. In my Who mind, by Heather Headley. Ooh. Good one. Okay. That is a classic to the new girls. You're right. You <laughs> definitely a classic <laughs> to the new girls. Honey, I told somebody I was born in 95. That was like 1995. Like, baby, that's not that long ago, honey. Oh, so apparently I'm a senior citizen then, because I was born in 1991. Oh, honey, they would have thought you was with the dinosaurs. And that's fine. Big T-Rex energy. Ram. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> 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 
Now, who is an artist that's no longer living you wish you would have gotten a chance to work with before they passed? Definitely Miss Aaliyah, for sure. That was my girl. Mm. I love that answer. Now, with that being said, who's an artist that's still living who you'd like to do a live tribute to? Hmm. Live tribute. I love alive. a tribute. I love a tribute, child. And, and, and ever since Fantasia did Lady Marmalade. How do you know I was going to say her? I was going to say it's Fantasia. It's the only one. It's the one. It's the tribute. That, that Patty LaBelle, Lady Marmalade, Fantasia tribute is the tribute. Like, it's the only one I think about. Like, it's either that one for me or it's when Erica Badu did Love Hangover for Diana Ross at the BET Awards. Sent me. Sent me. It's those two for me, but I will always go with Fantasia first. That rent free. I love me some Tasia. Love that. Now, what would be the song of Fantasia's you would perform for her? Um, even Angels. Mmm. Love that. I love that. That now, song used to hit different from me, honey, back when I was in school. Oh, love that. I absolutely love that. Shout out to Tasia. I, I saw her on um, Twitter the other day booting, scooting on stage. I said, yes, God. <laughs> it's always good to see Fantasia on stage. I just get happy seeing Like, anytime Fantasia has a microphone in her hand, I'm a happy person. Yes, because you know she's going to do her thing. You know she's going to do her big one, as the kids say. Yes, ma'am. Now, let's say the people come through with a bag for you. And let's say they drop the bag on you and they say, put together your dream tour. You can take anybody you want on tour with you. You can call anybody you want. Make the call, get them on the road. Who are you making those calls to? Ooh. Well, first things first. My, ooh, that's every, ooh. I'm trying to see how I want to see. I'm trying to. <laughs> Oh my God, first of all, I gotta have the ratchet dress. So I'm gonna definitely need the Glorilla Gloss of all of them with me first things first, cause it's I know. Glow. Yeah, <laughs> I need all of them with me. Then, you know, I gotta have the real dude. So I gotta have me some like little baby and some little dark type shit. Then, and then I've been stuck because I like Nikki and Cardi, like I can't lie. So it's like, which one would I pick? Cause I know I couldn't have both. Okay. Um, who else do I like? I love Miss. I love Chris that you Brown. just did not pick. You were you were just like, yeah, yeah, those are choices that I have to make. Um, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't have both, and I don't want to pick. So at this point, it's just whoever, which one of y'all coming? And just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Chris Brown, you said. Um, yeah, I love me some Chris Breezy. 
Still, it'll bring. St- I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Oh, I can't think of nobody else. And if you would, if anybody else would have asked me, I would have had a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> well, you bringing up Chris Brown did rise another question for me. What do you think about Chris Brown still being hated? for the shit that he did to Rihanna back in 2009 today. Like, him getting canceled from award shows and all of this type of shit. Like, what do you think about Chris Brown still suffering from quote-unquote cancel culture over some shit that Rihanna done forgave him for 15 years ago? One, I feel like that's so unfair considering it's people who done did a lot of other stuff way worse to people that didn't get canceled. Mm -hmm. And... This probably is an unpopular opinion, but I, I always felt like it was just a big fact that Mystify Rihanna just end up losing. It's not like he just attacked her. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I've always felt like that because I just know how black relationships go. When it gets bad, it gets bad. Mm-hmm. But it's been 15 years. He didn't already face his, he didn't already deal with his consequences for that. I feel like that's not fair. I like everybody you. makes mistakes. I agree with you. I feel like, listen, for me, it's not even my forgiveness to give. He ain't put his hands on me. I ain't Rihanna nor Frank Ocean. Hello. I'm not here to forgive him. But if you ask me my opinion, I would say, well, bitch, Rihanna forgave him. So why can't I? Like, he fucked up, not me. And she done forgave him. So what? So why? So So why why am I holding the grudge? Why am I holding a grudge? Like, she forgave him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know. Shout out to Chris. Um, what makes a perfect song to you? Um, Perfect song. Well, it depends. Are you asking, like, as a listener or are you talking about writer-wise? Mm, I'll let you choose. Okay, now if we're talking writer-wise, I feel like you would never have a perfect song because I can go back to a song that I wrote and felt like it was the bomb back when I first made it and then hear it now and be like, ooh, I should've did this or I should've did that. Now, listening-wise, I wouldn't analyze like that. Sure. Um, Listening-wise, I feel like a perfect song, depending on your mood, is gonna explain exactly like if you're sad it's gone you're gonna agree with all the lyrics like you're gonna feel it deep down in your heart like if you hype it's gonna turn you up even more if you chill it's gonna just set the tone for you you got your little whoopty wop with you it's gonna set the mood for whatever y'all got going on let's go whoopty wop shout out to whoever your whoopty wop is I shout out to him Shout out to the Whoopty Wops. Uh, 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 now, if you could name three perfect songs in your opinion right now, what would they be? Okay, for one, Snooze by SZA. She did her shit with that one. Shout out to SZA. I got to say that. Um, what else do I feel like that about? Um, 
Easy by Danny Light did something to me. Mm. And Janae Heiko has a song that's called Why Aren't You Smiling? Beautiful record. Okay, I take that. Perfect records. Now, getting back into you, how will your music change the industry? I feel like my music will change the industry because even though I am an artist of the LGBT community, I don't try to use it as my platform. I try to keep my music universal, even though I could talk about anything. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yes, we have the Saucy Santanas, Yes, we have the little nice X's, but I'm trying to open other doors also to where you'll see me with the straight boys. You'll be like, okay, that's Millie. He popping his shit with the boys. Okay, girl, do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want my music to always be relatable. Like somebody can can go through any scenario and can play something of me. And I'm like, okay, this fits the mood. So you want to brandy the girls, basically. Yeah, I'm trying to do one of them. Because that's how I feel about Brandy. I feel like Brandy is... See, I used to say Brandy is the voice of my entire childhood. Well, like, Brandy is the voice of my childhood until B7 came out. And then I was like, well, damn, she's been hitting me my entire life. Like, Brandy been dropping the right record at the right time my entire fucking life. She does not play. She does not play and she does not miss. Like, ever. Brandy will always be one for me. But um, yeah, so I totally get, get what you mean by that. Now, if you had to choose, what would you say you feared more? Success or failure? Ooh. Um. I gotta say, fail. I'm more scared of failure. I am scared of success to a certain extent because what comes with success is if you don't maintain, then you're failing. So, failure is what I'm more scared of. Okay, I dig that. Now, what about life or death? What do you fear mm-hmm. most? Death. Yeah, because I'm scared to die. So I always feel like that. Tell me why. Um, I'm scared more that it's one of those. I want to be one of those ones when I, whenever I do go in 80 years, we're going to claim it. That it's just <laughs> gentle in the night. Like, I want to just, he was asleep and he didn't feel nothing. I don't want to feel diddly squat if I got to go. It'll be painless. Not diddly squat. I haven't heard that one in a minute. Honey, I don't want to feel it. So if I got to know I'm going, oh no, I'm scared of it. Sure. I feel you on that. You know, I always tell people, child, I, you know, I, I don't plan on getting old until I'm at least in my early 200s. Okay. So, you know, that's when I'm going to start aging. 
it's my early 200s. So I'll let you know what I think about getting old once I actually start getting old. Hopefully you'll be there. Hopefully, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you found yourself yet? Um, I'm finding myself. I don't think I fully found myself yet, but I'm almost there. Okay. Now, what does the person that you found so far tell your younger self in retrospect? Don't look back because the progress you're making, you could have made a long time ago if you stopped looking back. Mm. I love that answer. If you could describe your stamp on the music industry, what would you want it to be? Describe my stamp on the music industry. Um, well, back, if I leave a mark, you're gonna say for one, I show everyone love, like very positive person I try to be. Um. With all do, with me trying to be as humble as I can, I can eat the beat up. No lies. Um, Talk your shit. <laughs> um, yeah, you just never know what to expect with me. Like one minute I might give you this, and the next minute I'm gonna give you that. I keep them on their toes. As you should. You and the people are always gonna try to fi- try to figure me out, but you you can never completely just figure me out. I'm like a big fat mystery. Okay. Now, how much do you, what do you think you choosing to go with the air of Mystique is? Like, why do you think you you chose that lane? Do you think that that's just cooler to be a mysterious artist? Are you, well, I ain't gonna say, are, are you hiding anything? But do you feel like you just have you're not, you come um, from the I get what you're where, saying. You know, people, yeah, you know, people protected themselves versus yeah, these it, these social media girls out here. Yeah, it's more because like I'm a very I'm the type of person I don't talk much around crowds, but like if you get to know me, I'm a real social butterfly. So I try to protect my energy because I know like with fame and all that. You got the good sides, but then I see the evil side of social media and I don't think I can handle about it. Like, no lie, it's just gonna be too much. So I just try to protect my energy. Now, when some negativity do come, I don't clear it up, I don't think whatever. So that's pretty much what the mystery comes in. Okay, I take that. What keeps you up at night? Childish niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but um, I what keeps me up at night? Shout out to the Whoopi Wop. <laughs> Shout out to Whoopi Wops for sure. But there he is. I've never been one to really stay up late at night too much, unless something's really bothering me. Like I go to sleep early because I wake up early. But what keeps me up at night? Nothing. But I'm sleep. What you mean? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I have my moments when I stay up late. Like, if I'm going out with the girls or something, they finally like, got me to come out the house. I went to the club or something. I can stay out all night long. But if I'm in the house, baby, 11 o'clock, 11.30, I'm probably dead to the world already. I love that. I, you know, and I think part of that comes with me being 31. And the other part of that it has to do with, you know, me having an eight-year-old daughter. And then the other part of that is me doing this podcast. Like, I do these interviews two to three times a day, seven days a week. So by the time I'm done, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster. So, yeah, I'll tell you on that. How do you want to be? For sure. How do you want to be remembered as a person? I want to be remembered as a smart person, for one. Um... I like helping people, so that doesn't have to be like expressed, but it like it's something that you should know if you describe me. I like helping people. Um, I like seeing people smile. Um, I just want to be remembered as a good person, period, because I always try to be one. Like even when I'm mad, I try not to take it too far because I still don't want to regret how I moved to acting. Okay. Is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in this conversation today? Um, I'm trying to think anything that we haven't covered. I mean, you pretty much got the gist of me. I'm a simple person and I'm complicated at the same time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I you pretty that. much covered it. I'm simple. I'm very simple, but I'm very complicated. I absolutely love that. Well, my last questions for you are, what is next for you? And where can we find you and all the things that you want to promote? Um, well, on the 18th, I have, I'm performing at a Spring Urban Fest in Jackson, Mississippi. Shout out to Jackson, Mississippi. Um, you can find me on anything that I have coming up. You can look me up on Apple Music, Millie the Don, Spotify, SoundCloud, I'm Millie the Don. Instagram is 615Millie, M-I-L-L-I. Um, and I have... I have some upcoming freestyles, like I said earlier. I'm probably drop one a week for the rest of the month. And period. You can just follow my social media and I'll just keep you guys up to date. Absolutely love that. Well, on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this podcast. And I want to extend a special, special thank you again to my guest, Millie the Don, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so much. This has been so real. Thank you for bringing me, boo. I can't wait till next time. Absolutely. Make sure you come back anytime. You're you're a friend of the show now. So whenever you have things dropping, whenever you got new music coming out, join a reality show, get a book deal, or you just want to come back and shoot the shit. 
Give me a For sure. Absolutely. And with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there listening to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love all of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.